A few days ago, I made a video about Kyrie Irving and the increased optimism that he was going to join the Brooklyn Nets soon. And here we are just a few days later, and the news broke tonight on Friday that Kyrie Irving is in fact rejoining the Brooklyn Nets very soon. Now, I'm not sure if Shams broke this or who it was, because honestly, I was playing football with some friends. I checked my phone. I saw a bunch of Nets people I follow on Twitter tweeting about Kyrie, and I was like, oh, what's going on here? And then I saw the news. So great news. Very excited. Yes, I would love to have him back at full capacity. I know that having him at only road games and not having him for the away games at the Knicks and at Toronto, that sucks. But at least we have him at some capacity, so it's better than nothing. The way I look at it is it's better to be a part-time guy than be unemployed. So that's the way I look at this situation. And let's be honest, the, the Nets without Kyrie had a chance of winning a championship, but so much had to go on Kevin Durant's shoulders. And I just don't know how much longer this man can maintain to play at a God level. Like he's literally winning games with four rookies on the floor at the same time and just him. It's it's insane. So I don't know how much longer Kevin Durant can sustain this level. I'm not saying he's going to fall off anytime soon, but it's just, you can't ask a guy to do this for an entire season. That's just crazy. So getting Kyrie Irving back not only helps the Nets, of course, by adding a very talented basketball player, but it also helps the Nets because they can hopefully manage the minutes of Kevin Durant and James Harden more. When the Nets have these easier road games at Orlando, at Detroit, and all these other type of games, they can afford to rest Kevin Durant, rest James Harden, rest Patty Mills, rest LaMarcus Aldridge, and put Kyrie Irving in because Kyrie is going to be well-rested because he does not play in all the games, obviously. So Kyrie Irving right now, at this date, can play in 24 of the remaining Nets games this year. So will he play in all 24? Maybe not, because I know they start a road trip pretty soon. They play like the Trailblazers and the Lakers. I still hope he returns on Christmas. That's what I hope for, but I'm not sure right now. But it seems like, according to what Shams tweeted, that Kyrie is going to return very soon. So three hours ago, Shams Sharania said, Justin, all-NBA star Kyrie Irving has started the process to return to the Brooklyn Nets. Sources tell The Athletic and The Stadium or just stadium, not the stadium, stadium. Irving is ramping up, has begun uh, has begun team COVID-19 testing, and his season debut date is still to be determined. So yes, we don't know right now when Kyrie's going to return, but look, it is possible to have him back by Christmas. Apparently, Kyrie's in good shape. I put it in a tweet down here from Mr. Scoop B. Robinson. He went on to say, Kyrie Irving was at Nets headquarters today going through COVID-19 testing, as I said. Today, uh, sources tell Bally Sports. I think it's Bally, right? Not Bally. I think it's Bally Sports. I'm pretty sure. One person tells me today he looks ready to go, quote unquote. So that's good. Kyrie looks fresh. So it's no surprise to me. Kyrie did not seem like the type of guy that would get himself out of shape in this scenario. I still feel like he was practicing I don't know if he was practicing daily or what, but I still feel like he was keeping himself in shape. Obviously, game shape and being in shape are two different things, so the guy has to ramp up. He can still practice with the Nets, so he should be at Nets practices here. The Nets have a homestand here for, I think, like three or four more games, so he'll get these practices in. And hey, maybe he does play the first road game at Portland next week. I don't know, but I'm still hoping that he can make that West Coast trip debut at some point. And as I said, if he can make that debut against the Lakers, that would be phenomenal. So I will read a statement from Nets general manager Sean Marks that was released by the Brooklyn Nets Twitter account. And here we go. I'm not good at reading, but let's get into it. After discussion with our coaches, players, and staff, the organization has decided to have Kyrie Irving rejoin the team for games and practices in which he is eligible to participate. 
We have arrived at the decision with the full support of our players, and after careful consideration of our current circumstances, including players missing games due to injuries and health and safety protocols, we believe that the addition of Kyrie will not only make us better as a team, but allow us to more optimally balance the physical demand on the entire roster. That's basically Kevin Durant right there. We look forward to Kyrie's return to the lineup as well as getting our entire roster back together on the court. So there you go. Good message there from Sean Marks. And yeah, I'm sure like if you're Sean Marks and you're watching these Nets games, it's very exciting right now what's going on. These uh, The Nets right now are still winning games despite six or seven guys being out with COVID. There is no James Harden, no, no LaMarcus Aldridge, no DeAndre Bembry no Paul Millsap and no James Johnson. Like they're missing a lot of guys right now and they've won two of their last two games. So Kevin Durant though, there's a lot on his shoulders, as I said earlier. So if you're Sean Marks and you're watching Kevin Durant play 40, 43 minutes a night, it's like, you know, you love that you're winning, but you also hate that your superstar who of course, you know, came off the Achilles injury, 33 years old now is playing an insane amount of minutes in December. Like being in first place in the East is great, but the Nets' biggest goal is to enter the playoffs healthy. Like, you know, the Nets losing to the Sixers last night, for instance, doesn't really damage the future outlook for the Brooklyn Nets. Getting these guys healthy and into the playoffs is the biggest thing. And if I can make light of this Kyrie Irving situation, I will try to do that right now and be the half glass full type guy, which usually I'm not, but I will do that right now. So Kyrie Irving, as we know, even when he signed with the Brooklyn Nets, has had an injury history in the past, mostly knee injuries. We saw that with the Boston Celtics flare up. We saw a knee injury in the finals in 2015, maybe? I think it was 2015, where him and Kevin Love were out. So we know Kyrie has knee issues. We saw the ankle injury last year, of course. Kyrie Irving, is somewhat injury prone. We know that. So Kyrie Irving only being eligible to play in 24 of the remaining, I don't know, like 50 games, whatever it is, um, that's a good thing in my opinion because it's less of a chance for him to get injured. That's like the positive way to look at that. Now, could it impact the team chemistry to have Kyrie out half the games? Sure, maybe it does. But in my opinion, a lot of these Nets players are true professionals. Patty Mills, Kevin Durant, LaMarcus Aldridge, James Harden. They've been around forever. Joe Harris, these guys will make it work. We've seen that before. When when James Harden was inserted into the Nets last year after the trade, the Nets were rolling. It was, it was pretty easy for them. They went on a crazy two-month stretch where Kevin Durant was out and just Kyrie Irving and James Harden and, and all the role players went on this insane run for two months. So the Nets can figure it out. I don't have really the chemistry concerns. This is a tight group, and they I'm sure all the guys in, the, in that locker room like Kyrie Irving. There are probably people watching this video that think Kyrie Irving's like a locker room cancer, probably the furthest thing from the truth right now for the Brooklyn Nets. Hey, maybe he was with the Boston Celtics. That's in the past. Right now, the Brooklyn Nets have a great culture and Kyrie Irving is one of the most probably adored guys in that locker room. So another positive spin is this. So of course Kyrie is probably going to play in some games in the regular season this year. We know that. So I heard this said on the Glue Guys podcast and a great Nets podcast if you haven't listened to them, but they had Sham Sharania on and he made a very interesting point as basically Shams went on to say, what if Kyrie Irving has like a 35 point game and the Nets go back home the next game and he can't play. Like those type of things will eat away at an NBA player, just a basketball player, just a sports player in general. Like even in the NFL, what if you're a running back that had 150 yards, but your team has a home game next week and you can't play because of protocol and stuff. So like just for a professional athlete to be in that situation where 
Once again, let's say Kyrie Irving on the end of a West Coast trip, the Nets are at the Phoenix Suns, and let's say Kyrie Irving drops 37 points, the Nets win, it's a great game, and Kyrie's loving life, loving basketball at the moment, but the Nets go back to Brooklyn two days later, and he can't play a home game. Like, those type of things will probably influence him more to get the vaccine, rather than sit at home and just watch the Nets on TV occasionally. So... I do think him coming back will ultimately lead us to where we need to get, which of course is getting Kyrie Irving vaccinated. Now, I'm a, I'm a person that, look, it's a personal decision. I respect all that. I don't want to get into that. But just as a basketball fan of the Brooklyn Nets, I want to see Kyrie Irving play every game. So whether he gets this, you know, plant-based vaccine that might come out or whatever it is, I just want the guy back at full capacity. So we're getting half of what we want right now, but we're still not getting everything we want right now. So as I mentioned in the last video, when I talked about the Kyrie situation a few days ago, if the Nets are in a playoff series and... Obviously, the Nets will probably have home court advantage if they continue to play this well, but you'll still have Kyrie for games three, four, uh, three, four, six, and that's it. Well, three games, three games out of seven. But if they're the road team, which is a funny thought, like maybe should the Nets tank and get an extra game for Kyrie in the playoffs? Obviously, that's a joke. Don't do that. But um, it's been thrown out there. Like, should the Nets tank? Because if if the Nets are a road team in the playoff series, they're the road team for games one, two, five, and seven. That's four games compared to three. But I think home court advantage is a very big thing, so I would not worry about tanking games. But, you know, there might be a situation down the line where the Nets are like a two or three seed and they face a one seed in the playoffs and they get Kyrie for four games instead of the three. So maybe that works out in a positive way. I don't know. But yeah, I have no inside information on whether Kyrie's going to get vaccinated. I have no idea. But the fact that he's back at a part-time basis is leading us more in the right direction. Like, as I mentioned, Kyrie being at home and away from the team was not helping us uh, get to where we needed to get. So I do think Kyrie being around the teammates and just being around the team, being around the coaches and the atmosphere, the, the crowd, the fans, it's going to help him lead to that decision to hopefully get vaccinated one day. So, you know, I, I do want it to happen before the playoffs. Really, all I care about right now is the playoffs and getting in there healthy. But you know, if we see Kyrie get vaccinated at some point, I guess it wouldn't be shocking, but I also wouldn't be shocked if it went the other way where he just is stubborn about it and doesn't want to get it. Um, we'll see what happens, though. We'll see how it plays out. There's a lot of just gray area and a lot of what ifs with the Kyrie situation. I don't know what goes through the guy's mind, but we'll find out. But I will say I'm very excited. This guy is, as I mentioned, one of my favorite basketball players. Kyrie's my favorite net. I mean, Kevin Durant's making a strong run for it right now. I'll tell you that. But uh, I've always liked Kyrie, my favorite player to watch. So just to see him back there on the floor, even if it's only the road games, um, it's better than nothing. So it sucks that we've been able, we haven't been able to watch him play this year. You know, he's still in his age 29 season. He's been out half the season, basically, almost half the season. So to see him back out there will be a great moment. And, you know, we'll see when that happens. It, it might not be Christmas. I have no idea when he's making that return. So let's get off the Kyrie stuff for a minute. I did not talk about the game last night against the 76ers, and that's won that game 114-105. They've won their last two games with half the roster out. Langston Galloway made his Nets debut for a little bit. I don't know how much he played. It was barely anything. He played nine minutes, so had three points, nine minutes. Um, but yeah, I'm still just so just happy with the way this Nets team is playing. I'm so proud of the way they're playing. And there's so many young guys in this lineup right now. Like I think there's like four or five guys below the age of 22 that are playing like serious minutes for this team. Nick Claxton, David Duke Jr., Kessler Edwards, 
Cam Thomas, Dayron Sharp, five. So, you know, more than half this roster right now is at a very young age, and they got four rookies. Um, it's crazy. I mean, just the way they've been playing with so much grit, hustle, effort, all those type of words, and they're playing very hard for Steve Nash right now. And Steve Nash is kind of winning me over right now. I must say, there's always been questions about Steve Nash, especially after the first, like, few games of this year when they lost to Milwaukee and then lost to somebody else like two games later. But the Nets are like two and three this year. And there was a lot of questions about Steve Nash's future and all that. But I mean, Steve Nash has really propelled himself to, I think, a pretty good NBA coach. And he hopefully he continues to grow as time goes on. But to deal with this situation and have the Nets 2-0 in these past two games, I mean, look, a lot of it's on Kevin Durant. We know that. It's not, it's not all Steve Nash. I mean, Kevin Durant, once again, with a godly performance of 34 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists. We even saw Blake Griffin have a great game. Blake Griffin, I mean, he's one of those guys that if you're not a Nets fan, you probably hate the guy. It's kind of like Kyle Lowry for me. Like, I just can't stand Kyle Lowry. There's a lot of NBA players I can't stand. But Kyle Lowry is definitely one of those guys. I just I can't stand them. But um, if Kyle Lowry was a Net, I would probably love him. And, and same thing goes for Blake Griffin here. He took a couple of charges in this game. He was diving on the floor once again. Blake Griffin made a very key three-pointer to put this game away. And we know Blake Griffin's had so many issues knocking down his three-point shots. He did okay. I think he did pretty well on Joel Embiid, actually. I, I, don't, I don't even want to say okay. He was actually pretty good on Joel Embiid. Uh, I want to see if Embiid killed the Nets. I don't think he went off. Now he had 32 points, a quiet 32 points. But I don't know. I feel like Blake Griffin did as well as he could in that matchup. We continue to see how much Nick Claxton is developing as a player. His conditioning is noticeably better. Um, the way he's playing off-ball defense, on-ball defense is great right now. So if Nick Claxton can stay healthy, I mean, there is is rumors about should the Nets trade Nick Claxton for a more established, you know, ball handler veteran. But if they get Kyrie back, that's one more ball handler, so you don't have to worry about that. But I don't know. I don't, I don't want to trade Nick Claxton, but I do believe he's a restricted free agent after this year. So if a team extends him for eight, nine, ten million dollars per year, the Nets, of course, are over the luxury tax. They don't have a lot of cap space at the moment, so obviously, I don't know if they want to go that route or not, but we'll see what happens. I mean, Patty Mills, another pretty nice game. It wasn't as great as the uh, previous game, but he still had 14 points. David Duke Jr., I mean, he continues to be a big energy guy for this team and playing good defense. We saw that. Kessler Edwards took a step back from his massive game in his like uh, first NBA start. Was it a start? No, I don't think he started, but basically his first big NBA game. But Edwards was fine yesterday. I think he knocked down a couple big three-pointers. Cam Thomas got more involved with the offense. Cam Thomas had a very awesome move. It was like one of those between the legs, step back, three-point shots. It was awesome. So Cam Thomas bounces back after that two for 10 performance and De'Ron Sharp played 13 minutes didn't do a whole lot but he was fine um but yeah I'm just so like happy about this group right now and and how they continue to get wins despite you know being in a bad situation and I'm, I'm not gonna act like the Nets are the only team with uh, a lot of COVID stuff going on we know the NBA right now is just ravaged by COVID teams like the Lakers especially are just like it feels like more than half their team is out right now the Bulls are, are one of those teams as well so um, it's not only the Nets but the Nets are still finding ways to win these games when they probably shouldn't be like I think the Nets have been underdogs the past two games and they still find a way you know even uh, uh, two games ago James Harden and Bruce Brown were announced you know out a half hour before the game so like they just had to do this stuff on the fly a lot of these young guys were just thrown into the starting lineup and said hey go play 30 20 minutes and let's see what happens 
Texans. So it's just crazy how Kevin Durant is still carrying this team despite not having the best roster at the moment. Everyone wants to say, oh, Kevin Durant joined the super team. Well, okay. I know he kind of formed his own thing in Brooklyn here, and there are great players here. But when Kevin Durant's out here winning with, you know, Blake Griffin, Nick Claxton, Patty Mills, David Duke Jr., Kessler Edwards, Cam Thomas, Dayron Sharp, and Langston Galloway, I don't consider that a super team. You know what I mean? So Kevin Durant's doing a great job. I just pray the guy stays healthy, please. Anyway, um, yeah, that'll pretty much do it. I mean, I'm just super excited about the Kyrie news, of course. And I guess whenever he makes his return, we'll find out. I might make a video about that. Um, I want to see the net schedule coming up once again. So after that Raptors overtime, when I told you guys I'm cool with going 3-1 and one for the next four games, well, they got one out of the way, and it's against the 76ers, who are probably the second toughest team there. So... They play the Magic tomorrow at home. You would think the Nets should win that game, hopefully. I know they're undermanned, that we're kind of like a little ahead of ourselves right now, feeling good, but they should beat the Orlando Magic uh, tomorrow. They play the Denver Nuggets second half of a back-to-back Sunday night. That's one where things might not go our way. We'll find out, of course, but um, hopefully some guys get back from the, the COVID list. I mean, I think they have to have two negatives or sit out 10 days, but if some of these guys are testing negative twice in a row, hopefully by Sunday they get some more bodies back. Then they finish out the homestand at home against the Wizards, who have not played well recently. So, you know, two of those games are very winnable. The Nuggets one is going to be a tough one, second half of the back-to-back. I will be interested to see if Kevin Durant sits tomorrow. I don't think so. I mean, you might as well get that win and kind of punt the Nuggets game, I feel like. You know what I mean? You might as well just get the guaranteed win, quote-unquote, and, and try and beat the Magic. And if you have to sit Kevin Durant on Sunday and kind of punt that game, okay. Am I going to like it? No, but I understand the bigger picture and keeping these guys healthy, especially KD. So if they have to punt the Nuggets game, okay, fine. But then they play the Wizards on Tuesday night. Then they go on the road trip and play uh, three games on the road. Trailblazers, Lakers on Christmas, Clippers. So we'll see how that goes. Anyway, that'll do it for the video. Hopefully they find a way to win some of these games going forward. But still in first place right now, feeling good and feeling even better because Kyrie's back and the Nets right now. I'll tell you, if, if Kyrie's back, even at half capacity once again, the Nets should be top three finals contenders up there with the Warriors and the Suns. So I can't put us over them right now, but we're probably that third team right now. So things are feeling good. I think right now we're still the best team in the Eastern Conference. So I think we're up by two and a half games. So it's all right. Feeling good. And we get a great player coming back soon. And maybe one day he'll be back at full capacity. Let's hope. So that'll do it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. And I'll talk to you guys next time.